I think the first, like the, the most important thing is provide value. You don't, they're not on your list to be sold to. They're sure. on your list because they like you in some way. They like what you have to say. Mm-hmm. A lot of times they want to know more about what you're doing in your personal life. Yeah, yeah. They want to they know what you're doing. They're following you. And so they want your perspective on things. And so I think like the worst thing you do is just sell on every email and also, if you just write very, like, boring, generic emails, people aren't going to keep opening them. Mm-hmm. My name's Rudy Moore, host of Living the Red Life podcast, and I'm here to change the way you see your life in your earpiece every single week. If you're ready to start living the red life, ditch the blue pill, take the red pill, join me in Wonderland, and change your life. Guys, welcome back to another episode of Living the Red Life. I have Dr. Michelle here with me today, and we are going to dive in to the world of affiliate marketing, growing email lists, and actually making money from email. A lot of people have emails, and they have email lists. And what they don't do is one important thing is send their emails out. You do the opposite. You send a lot of emails. You have a big email list, and you make about $8 million a year from sending emails, correct? Absolutely. Cool. Well, let's dive in. Tell me uh, and tell the audience a little about you and your brand and what you guys do. Yeah, so my brand is Glow Natural Wellness. We are a women's wellness brand. We work on women's hormones, uh, healing from nature, so all natural methods of healing from within. And our target demographic is women over 35 years old. Great. And how... How, firstly, how the heck did you get 400,000 emails? And how are you sending so many emails to them to make $8 million? Yeah, well, it's been a while. I've been in business for about eight years. Yeah. And I started because I, I got my degree as a doctor mm-hmm. when I had my son. Yeah. So I wasn't supposed to have my son. I was told I was infertile, mm-hmm. went to Mexico, thought I got sick from the water, but it turned out I was pregnant. Oh, wow. So here I am about a month with my medical degree have a new baby. And the last thing I wanted to do was send him to daycare while I was at work. Mm -hmm. So I started trying to figure out how can I use my degree and my desire to help women, but not have to go into a traditional office. Mm. So I found a coach online that was teaching people how to build their email list. And I I watched a lot of different coaches and they're like, your email list is your ATM. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, I have to build an email list, but how? Sure. Right? Because I was totally new, never did anything online before. And so what I learned how to do is actually create interview series. Mm. So my first, first, very first interview series, I interviewed some of the top leaders in our industry just by reaching out to them and yeah, saying, hey, yeah. can I interview yeah. you? Uh, it's going to be a 20-minute interview on Zoom. And they emailed their list to say they were going to be on this event. So I ended up getting their e- those emails, yeah. and I got to position myself with those experts in the yeah, industry. Yeah, that's insane, yeah. And I put the summit on for free mm-hmm. on you know, gave it out to the audience for free. And so now I was giving to the email list that I was acquiring. And the very first kind of notion they had of me was someone who was a giver. And then they wanted to return that to me. So when I made an offer, Mm. they were super happy to. That's crazy. Yeah. So so let's unpack that because one thing, you know, this weekend you're here, we're talking about celebrity marketing influencers. I think the first thing is people have limiting beliefs that they can reach out to big famous people, right? And you obviously started and did that pretty quickly. I didn't know that I should be nervous. Okay, yeah, well that's sometimes a good thing, right? But I, the, the reach out wasn't as scary, but yeah. then it was scary when I actually had to do the interview. Yeah, course, I had yeah. my son in a car seat under my desk oh, for wow. most of the interviews. And I was scared. I was nervous. They, they were not the best interviews. I look okay. back now and I'm like, oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, of course. Me Those too, are yeah. terrible. But they built the email list. They mm-hmm. got the start. And now I do interviews. And I'm pretty decent at yeah, interviewing yeah. people because I've done thousands of interviews by now. But the getting started, if, if I would have been scared to get started, 
I wouldn't be where I am today. But, but I love that, that you just went all in on it, right? You didn't overthink it. You got it done. Uh, and I want that to be the first lesson today to everyone, that it so doesn't have to be complicated. And you don't have to be like my level where you can start getting other experts, right? There's a lot of times, as long as you position it well and you reach out, and I'm sure some of them didn't reply oh, to I you. I got a lot of no's. Yeah, of I got course, a lot yeah. of ghosting, but I only needed 20 to okay, say yes. Yeah. So I, I probably reached out to 400. Okay, great. At least yeah. 400. And I got a lot of no's, but I got some people said yes. I couldn't believe they said yes. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, Dr. Yeah. Tom O'Brien, Dr. Mark Sisson. Like, these mm -hmm. are guys yeah, I've big, been following. Deals, yeah. But, you know, the first, the first summit I did – I didn't make that many. It wasn't that many emails. Mm -hmm. It was only like 3,000 emails, sure. which was big for me at the time. But as I got better at understanding like how to position, like, hey, I'm going to want you to email. Because I didn't say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. told them after the fact <laughs> that I wanted them to email. Hey, so yeah. that was not a setup from the get-go. So once I got better at hosting the summits and telling them ahead of time, having a contract sure. and making it agreeable yeah, to course. both and creating content for them to share with their mm -hmm. audience. So it became a win-win for both people. Uh, and how many, so talk about the best summit, how many people, how many pe experts, yeah. revenue? So a couple of years ago, I did the perimenopause summit yeah. and we had 30,000, wow. uh, um, 30,000 people opt. No, I'm sorry. We had 30,000 people buy the summit wow. for $99, wow. but we had um, 74,000 people opt in. So 74,000 emails. Yeah. For about three months worth of work. Crazy. Yeah. And, so and revenue? Oh, crazy. revenue from that. Well, I, I still count the revenue I make today yeah, of life from time. that because I still have those women who found me from that event mm -hmm. are my customers now mm -hmm. in my continued yes. program. Yeah. yeah, so. Yeah, it's crazy what that one ripple effect can make, right? But yeah, I mean, look, that's more emails than half the businesses will get in 10 years. Yeah, right? it's amazing. And, and it's, it didn't cost me anything but my own time and elbow grease and work. And just for someone listening that's like, this all sounds great, but I'm lost, the, the summit thing. Can you summarize it in 30 it's seconds? It's basically just the online interview series. Mm -hmm. So you think about like what we're doing right here as a yep. podcast. It's piecing together maybe 15, 20, 25 similar influencers on a similar topic. Yeah, yeah. And then you could even have your own like theme through it. I, I when I got better at doing the summits, I started having myself positioned as an expert and somebody course, else yeah. interview yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think about that to begin with, but um, it's it's a really a no like trust factor because people saw me one with someone very influential like yep. yourself, and then two, they saw I wasn't selling them everything anything every day. I was just trying to like give them information. You were a facilitator. I was, mm -hmm. yes. I was just the facilitator, but people somehow did put me up with those people. Well, eventually you do, right? And yes. Les Brown speaks a lot about the association game, right? And that's yes. the power of association and something I've learned even as I've moved into the celebrity world, right? That association's so strong. And I, the, the funny thing with summits is I've never hosted my own. We've always talked about doing it, but I've been on many as a guest. And uh, I posted actually an image of a summit I found on my phone from five years ago before this event. And the main two headliners was Kevin Harrington and Les Brown. No way. Yeah. Well, that's another thing yeah. that's pretty interesting. The relationships yeah. formed with yeah. the speakers mm -hmm. as a result. Yeah. Some of the people I would have never gotten to talk no. to, but we're hosted an interview and we got to know each yeah. other. And we've done other affiliate deals on the side or um, just help each other in other ways. Yeah, it's crazy who you, you know who you can meet. And, so, and that's come full circle because if you're listening on this podcast – 
those two uh, individuals were the two keynotes for the two days of my event here in Tampa, <laughs> and I'm business partners with both of them. And I didn't, uh, I didn't, you know, I knew of them and obviously followed them five years ago, but I wasn't friendly with them. Uh, so, and then another summit I did with Pete Vargas was um, the keynote was Floyd Mayweather, who I'm also a partner with. Why already? (laughs) You should never underestimate how, you know, you can end, life can come full circle. And I bet you've had that, right? A couple of people you've done summits with. It's like you've either overtaken them now and they look up to you. That's the funny part, Rudy, actually. The people I used to be like, oh, my God, they're the the real deal. Like They're such a big deal. I don't Mm -hmm. even know if I can reach out to them Mm -hmm. now. I'm actually doing better than some of them. Yeah, yeah, and they ask you or they're your friends, yeah. But, yeah, it's it's a while. At least you're on the same level, and it's really kind of interesting. But, yeah, I mean, I think that one of the fun things I did with the summit was we actually made the proceeds go to charity. I love that. So that actually was – felt me feel good but also it helped some of the speakers come out yeah it brings the guard down of the big speakers and i mean it also like you said builds such goodwill out the gate too with the audience right exactly exactly so so let's move on to the second half email right so that's how like i think already people have learned about summits and i think uh people are starting to see hey how could i get creative networking with some great people and building email lists fast but let's talk about what to do when you've got the email so you now have 400,000 emails and i'm sure you have many more you've cleaned off the list too oh right? gosh yeah, yeah we clean our list every every 90 days so you probably got to a million or something close oh, if you yes. took all oh, of this oh more than that yeah over sure. a million okay so how does someone build a good email strategy let's talk about that I think the first, like the, the most important thing is provide value. Uh, you don't, they're not on your list to be sold to. They're sure. on your list because they like you in some way. They like what you have to say. Mm-hmm. A lot of times they want to know more about what you're doing in your personal yeah, life. Yeah. They want to they know what you're doing. They're following you. And so they want your perspective on things. And so I think like the worst thing you can do is just sell on every email. And also if you just write very like boring, generic emails, people aren't going to keep opening them. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I write, I send five emails a week yep. to my list. I didn't always do that. When I first started, I was sending, like, two emails a week. Sure. And one email was always just a straight give. Yep. And the second email was a give and education, but always tying back right to away. something yep. that we did or sold or a free call or a free download PDF that had a call to action mm-hmm. in that. Mm-hmm. So, and I think that's good because... We used to send less, and I feel everyone's general frequency of sends has gone up to now as an industry. Like, you know, I, I was speaking with Grant Cardone about this a year ago, and he sends like three, four times a day. And, <laughs> oh, uh, I haven't gotten to yeah, that yeah, but comfort level. He, he said something interesting because he talked about his chair. So he has 33% unsubscribe a year. But he, but he goes, he grows it faster than the unsubs, and he doesn't care. And here's where it really hit home with me, so maybe it will with you too and everyone listening. Grant told me that he goes, you know, what's interesting, um, he goes, we want, they did an analysis one time for his 10X GrowthCon events of the people in the VIP spots, which were 20K tickets to the event, and most of them had unsubscribed from his list, but they were still his 20K VIP buyers. So just because someone unsubscribes doesn't mean they don't know about your brand, follow you on other socials, mm-hmm. and it doesn't necessarily mean they don't like you because these people pay 20 grand. I used to, in the early days of business, I used to actually get emotional about the unsubscribes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I let it actually predict, like dictate what I was mailing mm-hmm. for a short time, and that was not good. 
because I'd mail less or I'd say, yeah. oh, that email wasn't yeah, good. But yeah, sometimes yeah. it was a controversial email yeah, course, exactly. that actually got people to love me on yeah, one side yeah, but then yeah, hate yeah. me on the other. Quality over quantity, right? right? Yeah. So um, my advice would be don't look at the unsubscribes. Yeah. Have someone on your team take care of that. And so now I don't even look at them anymore. Well, and I think it's also – if, you're, if you've got a good gener lead gen strategy to grow it, like yes. Grant does and we do, you don't have to worry about it as much. But, totally. it, but if you don't have a good strategy, it's like making money, obviously. Like I, I don't worry too much about expenses. I focus on making money. Yes, right? yes. But if you don't know how to make money, then you have to pinch the pennies. Right, because your list keeps yeah. shrinking and yeah. that becomes stressful. Yeah. So, yeah. yes, you have to have more coming in to make up for yeah. what's Okay, and, and let's talk more about email strategy. So you talked about general amounts of send and stuff. One way I teach it kind of simply to people is I see it kind of like social media, right? Like I don't I don't sell every day on social media, totally. but when there's big things, I promote it and sell and make a big deal about it. And I and I want to create in, interesting, engaging, controversial topics. I want to get people excited and and uh, and obviously give people a reason to engage or open their email. So, do you have any kind of general strategies or structure you work with your team on for your emails? Well, I still write all my emails myself. Yeah, yeah. I know you're probably going to teach me yeah. otherwise. But. Yeah, I mean, look, it's, I, like I teach, it's know your superpower. Yeah. Right? So you make $8 million from email. You write five a week. Mm -hmm. How long does that take you? I now use some yeah, tools yeah. to help me, but um, it takes me, I do like maybe an hour a day. Right okay, now. so you spend five hours a week, 20 yeah. hours a month, and you make on average about, what, 700 k a month from that yeah. 20 hours a week. So then if you do the maths at that, uh, that's what thirty-five thousand dollars an hour. That's uh, not too bad. <laughs> it's not a bad. I, I can allow that. Okay. You know, it's a good use of your time. Yeah, I always incorporate like a personal story, mm -hmm. something that happened in the day. Sometimes I'll include a family photo. Um, my audience, because they're women and they're in my demographic, I'm about their age. They kind of want to know what I'm doing and how I feel about yeah. things and my opinion. Or if there's news that comes out, mm -hmm. I'll comment on a new study that came out, or you know, if something is happening in the world of women's health yep. or celebrity i'll comment on mm -hmm. that and people write back to me like it's like it's on their pen pal yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's <laughs> great that's when you know you've got good emails right and that's why people open because it's like you're emailing them as a friend or texting them as a friend versus totally. like just a blast right with a corporate head a new product yeah mine right? are always super informal yeah. it's like exactly like mm -hmm. i talk um, they're not perfect. There's yeah. mistakes in them. I, I still actually get your emails from oh, do years you? ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. So no, I think they're great. They're engaging. Um, so, so what about? Let's talk. We've talked about email a little, right? And I'm sure, obviously, we could do a whole hour on that um, and summits too. I'm sure. But lastly, I just want to touch on for a few minutes, and uh, maybe we'll have to do another episode fully on this, but affiliates, right? That's another thing you've done really a good job of um, and become very successful. So can you talk a little about affiliate? What What is affiliate marketing? How do you actually do it properly and make a lot of money from it? Yeah, so with affiliate, affiliates are actually one of the largest sources of new emails coming in for mm -hmm. me right now. So that's the replenishment that yep. we were talking about earlier. And so affiliates are simply just another influencer or business owner that has a like-minded audience not the same product that you have but some audiences that you use the same services yep. and they will either send an email or do a social post talking about your product your offer yep. your free gift your webinar and um I, i've just created a few relationships over the years going to events like your events yep. and I'm just getting networking with some of the people from the summits even um, and just talking to them and seeing like, hey, 
Um, your audience can benefit from what I do, uh, and I pay my affiliates really well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I found that I can pay affiliates, a strategic affiliate, I can pay them about the same price I would pay for a Facebook ad, yeah. but they're going to convert yeah. stronger for me because it's a warm connection. It's, they're saying, yeah. my friend, Dr. Michelle Sands, has this amazing I'm webinar. they a buyer, right? Like yeah. Too, you know? They're not always buyers. Sometimes they're just, edu- like, okay, if they're, education. sometimes they want more education, yeah. but I can convert them through my emails on the mm-hmm, back end. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that affiliates are, um, it's gold, but you have to, you can't just treat them like salespeople. They don't work for you. So you have to like nurture them like a person, like a personal relationship. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And a lot of times affiliates will want a reset. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That became a little sticky for me because we're so brand oriented. Mm -hmm. And so when I first started working with affiliates, I felt obligated to send for them. And I did it like two or three times, and then my email list would actually write in and say, "I think Dr. Michelle got hacked." We've had the same. Yeah, I've had the same. A few <laughs> because times, they're like, yeah. she never sends for other people's yeah, products. Yeah. And I think her email list got hacked, but we made a lot of money from those yeah. few emails. So yeah. I see. I, it depends on your brand. So if your brand is not like super brand focused, yeah. then you can actually make a lot of money. I know a lot of we have people lot of that friends. email for yeah, us. We have a lot of friends. They make more money yeah. on affiliate deals than they do their own. Products. They're behind the scenes. They like yeah. you know a lot of these people. If you're Supplement listening, companies, maybe. yeah, yeah, or they're like just that. They're not faces of the brand. They're probably not going to yes. exit their company ever. They're just like you know they sit at home and there's only two two you know they have two contractors. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, they make million million yeah, dollars. I mean, it's doing, a, it's know. an avenue it's of it's yeah, it's yeah. different than what we do. But yeah. there's people out there that might be interested. Yeah, and we've had this too. We've never really done affiliates, and a couple of times we've tried or done it as favors, and it's literally has your thing been. Act, or when now I have a big marketing list, it's like, Rudy, we're not interested in your affiliate friends. <laughs> like, but the one but, thing I do do affiliate wise is if there's a product that I actually like and I actually use, yes. then I will talk about that. I'll show it in my YouTube videos mm-hmm. and it's authentic. Yeah, that's it's like difference. everything I do is authentic, yep. even my emails. So yep. I think that my audience can see that. So, so last question then for everyone that's singing about affiliates, like break it down. If they have no clue, where do they find them? How do they start? How do they structure a deal? Like give us the really 30,000 foot view. Yeah, so you have to make it attractive for the affiliate to want to email for you. And so usually how the math that I do is they have to make um, $1,000 per 10,000 emails. Okay, that great. Too. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how we work it out. Okay. And for our webinar, we pay per lead. Yep. So that they don't have to worry if I sell it on the back end. Mm. It makes it more attractive mm. to them. So we pay them $5 per lead yep. to our webinar, $2 to our lead magnet. Mm-hmm. And so it's basically you have to set up a win-win situation. Yep. You're not going to get someone to email for you if they're not going to make any money because they're only going to email for you once. Yep. And then you're going to kind of ruin that relationship with them. So you have to set them up to succeed. And I wouldn't reach out to affiliates to mail for something until you've tested it yourself yep. with your own audience. You always mm-hmm. want to set them up for success. You don't want to make them mail to something that is a funnel that doesn't convert. But sure. once you have a funnel that does convert, and if it converts unpaid, it's going to definitely convert yeah, yeah, on yeah, affiliates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're running Facebook ads, then you find a few like-minded influencers that have – If like for me – um, my affiliates are people that do like docu series on health, or they do yoga brands, like things that my audience uses. Mm-hmm. But they're not women's health and hormone experts, because then we'd be conflicting yeah, yeah, audiences. Yeah. So I, reaching out to them, just saying, "Hey, you know, I, your audience seems to enjoy the things that I do, and I, I, I've been following you for a while, and um, I have this offer. I don't know if you mail your list or not, but if you'd be interested." And yep. you know, just reach out. But I'm in a couple of networks um, 
right after this, I'm going to Affiliate Summit yeah. West in Vegas. So I just meet people and people refer. And so that's basically how. Yeah, and I think, I think that's important to understand when you really want to go all in on the affiliate game. Like I, I've been a keynote at ClickBank Platinum for a few times and like all those people in the room are all the big affiliates, right? Yes. And at the affiliate summit. So you do have to go, you know, like you can get kind of started by just reaching out to people and stuff. But when you want to play it at a high level, it's all about the relationships and almost like building a mini brand for yourself in that little group, right? Yeah, Where they're like, exactly. You know, and even before I started doing affiliate marketing, it, I was building relationships just to yeah. build the well, relationships. Well, in some ways, right? the summit is still an affiliate, yes. right? Because you, you're kind of bringing people on. Exactly, and they do make money when exactly, they sell. Yeah. If the, anything sells on the back end. Yep. So that was my first like affiliate. Yep. And some of those people are my affiliates yeah, yeah, now yeah, that yeah, I interviewed. Yeah, yeah. The one thing with uh, like like a ClickBank type mm -hmm. thing, a lot of those affiliates are it's more for like a more aggressive offer. Yeah, like a lose weight in two well, minutes. Well, they're the guys, right? Because my offers don't crazy. do good yeah, on yeah, those. Because yeah, yeah, mine's yeah. more of a yeah. soft offer. Yeah. Yeah. So it depends on what kind of yep. business you have, but you know, finding affiliates that sell similar similar things and similar genres. Yeah, and you've moved. I mean, a lot of the ClickBank friends of mine, they're the more super heavy direct response marketers. Right. And, you know, that works, and that's where I started. And eventually, if you want to build a $100 million brand, you kind of move out into the branding side too, right? Exactly. So, so, so last question, um, I always love to ask our members this because they get to see an alternative side to what I just teach. Um, obviously, we've known each other for a long time. We've worked together over the years. What's something you've um, learned or a big thing you've learned from me that you've been able to implement with success? So the one thing that like I'm learning from you now is about like positioning and, yep. and branding. And I've been trying to grow my brand, but I'm just like the one reason like I came and like started following you again is like you just metamorphosize into mm -hmm. like this like larger than life character. Yeah. And so I, I want more of that. I right. want to know about like right. how to do that and how yeah. to incorporate that for myself. But your authenticity. Okay. Uh, you've always been super authentic all the way across the board. Yep. And um, you could have fell down many rabbit holes yeah, along the way, so sure. right? Because like you're, you're very um, ambitious. Yep. And sometimes with ambition, you, you look for that money, but you've never just taken the money. You've always yeah, gone yeah, through the like the authenticity. So I think like that's what Good. has my heart. I appreciate that. And, and I mean, just to touch on the branding positioning side, like I talk about this a lot now because the world is moving more into that than ever. Like how do you stand out? How do you position yourself? People want to align themselves with brands or personal brands too. And there's so much noise, so much advertising. And I te you know, teach this at all my events. If you can't stand out, other people will, right? It's not like I think five years ago, if you just had a great product or you had, and you had great copy and ads, you could get a long way. But now it's like you just got to go up to a whole new level. You've got to have all of that. And you've got to be able to stand out, grab attention, and promote yourself. So I'm glad you're... You, yeah, you know, we're looking you see, at all this, Yeah, right? you see that, and you're, you're implementing it. So, And you have all the basics. You have the foundations, the amazing brand products and community. So where do people, you know, if they're listening and they want to see how you're putting all this together, see the brand, or maybe they're your ideal avatar, where do they find you? Yeah, so you can go to glownaturalwellness.com or fixhormones.com like to make it easier. Great. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, there you have it. Um, I think this was a bit of a, a mini mastermind itself on, you know, affiliate marketing, emails, building that brand, right? And then, of course, the summit side that we started on. So thank you so much for coming thank on. Thank you so much for having me. And until next time, as you can see, if you're watching this on video, keep living the red life. Take care, guys.